Welcome to Songwriter Trists, an intimate podcast that interviews artists about the art of songwriting and find out more about the life behind the songs. I'm singer-songwriter Ray Lee, your host for this show. Music saved my life and I want to talk to other songwriters about the power of songwriting, talk about their journey and how they got to where they are today. This is a safe space to share stories, lessons and emotions, all the great things that build an amazing song. For more information on this podcast and the guests, visit songwritertrists.com. Clint Wilson was able to have a live chat with me all the way from Melbourne. He was on holidays in the Gold Coast in Australia with his family over the holiday season. And so we had a live chat about his music, his podcast, all the things that he does to support the arts. And I'm so excited to have him in. So Clint Wilson, please, let's start by tell us who are you and where do you come from? Yeah, um, I'm from the the southeast suburbs of Melbourne. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, born, I moved maybe 15 minutes from the house I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I haven't moved far. And I'm a um, singer of mostly sad country songs is mm-hmm. is what I'm um, sticking to. <laughs> is my story. Love. Yep, that's your story. <laughs> well, at the moment, um, most of it is, yeah, sad storytelling, I suppose, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, no, it's not all sad. 60% of it's sad. Just more than the rest. So is that like, do you find that just is what you write more naturally? At the moment, yeah. It's I've, um, thing. no, I haven't, I didn't write much over COVID when it first happened, when it first set, you know, came out, well, we're going to be, we're going to be stuck inside for 22 hours of the day. And mm. I thought, great, this is going to be, I'm going to have another <laughs> album. I'm going to, um, yeah, just really make the most of it. Yeah. And, um, it didn't happen. You started watching Netflix, didn't you? Netflix. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like the rest of us. Uh, we all did. <laughs> started, Golden, started Golden Girls from the start. That was cool. I haven't seen that one. No. <laughs> no, um, no, from the um, like 80s, 80s uh, series, Golden Girls, three, um, Betty White was in it. Oh, wow. Okay. Good show. Very funny. It, very in a, some inappropriateness in right. it now that nowadays, but no, I, should, I need to watch Golden Girls. Check it out, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that heaps of cooking with the kids, yeah, heaps of stuff with the Did kids. Did you make bread? No, that, so many people making baking their own. My bread. first job out of school was a baker, pastry chef. All oh, right, so you've had enough of bread. No, no more bread. Yeah, <laughs> your first job out of school. Yeah, yeah, wow. that was. Um, I needed to get a job, and that was. There's a, a job available at the local bakery. Wow. So I went and worked there for five years or something. Five years, your first job at Wow. Can yeah. Out of, as a baker. Night shift. Five years of yeah, night shift. Usually it is with bakery. It's like as a... Um, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. 17-year-old to 21. Oh, man, they got the best years. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Oh, so I had fun. <laughs> I'm sure you learned something. Yeah, yeah. Learn how to make good bread. <laughs> All right. So let's go back to younger years. Yeah. Or may, it may not be. When did music start for you? Where did um, that come from? I suppose music that was playing in my house as I was growing up. Um, my mum played a lot of uh, like Jenny Morris, um, Lannis Morissette, mm. 
sort of sort of stuff that I can remember. Um, a bit of older country like um, Patsy Cline, mm-hmm. um, Dolly, uh, yeah, of course, that sort of stuff. Um, and then other musical memories. Um, going on like trips up to Darwin with my grandparents and he'd have Slim, Slim Dusty and Johnny Cash playing and mm. just looking out the window, taking it all in. And wow. I try to do that with my kids now on long drives and yeah. like, leave me alone, Dad, just on their on their iPads and stuff. And you guys flew up, didn't you? you yeah, we up. flew up here, yeah. But um, we spoke about maybe driving home today, like just going on a road trip because there's not much to do mm. when it's weather like with this. With the hire car. Yeah, yeah. The, they were cool with it. The hire co- company were like, oh, it'll cost you an extra hundred bucks, but yeah. That's not bad. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do the drive for Christmas. It's good. It's yeah. not too bad. I've done it a couple of times. Yeah. I actually really like it. Yeah. I think the idea of sitting down, being able to listen to whatever I want, yeah. podcast, audiobook, music, awesome. not have to do anything, stop when I need a break. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, no kids nagging at me. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's good. It's like I have a whole new appreciation for road tripping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Done the um the Tamworth trip heaps and mm. um yeah podcasts. What did we do before podcasts? I don't know. Radio. I suppose. Yeah, radio. Put up with whatever was on. Yeah, just... changing channels as you went into the next town and yeah. The roots they must be deep. I'm heading home to get some sleep. My limbs are tired So am I all the time And if it falls, who will say Can I stand tall where it used to be Cause after all, we know what it means Another death in the family When the leaves are falling And the past is calling me To come around The leaves that keep me warm Shelter from the storm All the time Yeah. yeah, so you you had that influence um, from your parents and your grandparents. Yeah, and then you enjoyed it, but like, when did you pick up an instrument? Did you start? Um, so I think I started playing guitar. I had piano lessons as, as a young, maybe seven year old. Mm-hmm. Hated it. <laughs> I was forced into it. I wish I'd stuck at it now, but because mm. really something I really struggle with. But. Um, did that for a, a while and then picked up a guitar around 12. Okay. Yeah. And what made you pick it up? What, what um, it? What I think it was a Christmas you? present. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm Everyone like, uh, get that for your kids for Christmas. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, it hasn't worked with my kids. But um, <laughs> the, yeah, I think I got it maybe 10 or 11. I might have got it as a Christmas present and then 12. So what's that? Grade six. Yeah. I'm not sure what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've heard of a few people who, especially parents giving their kids instruments at that age, 12, yeah. 13, to help deal with the emotional 
yeah. roller coasters that, that you go it. through as a teenager. Yeah. And they're like, you know, hear the guitar go right out what you're feeling. Like um, <laughs> My parents might have read it in a uh, parenting book. Yeah, man, in <laughs> <laughs> a parenting book. <laughs> I know, but it's just it's, it's like because I'm talking to people all the time about music, that comes up a few times. Yeah, wow. Like 12, 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like found a guitar. Yeah. And, yeah. No, that's cool. Started playing... Um, Probably um, Nirvana songs yeah. or, yeah, that sort of, down yeah, that sort of track. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then played drums as well through those teenage years, drummed in a few. Drums is cool. Yeah, I did, yeah. I did drums in high school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, but, yeah, a few, a few different bands, a few cover bands and um, something happened like maybe four or five years ago that I felt the need to get my stories out there. I'd always sort of written the odd verse or chorus, you know, mm. and never finished it. Just, yeah. but Little ideas. So yeah. when did you write your first song, like your own song? Um, yeah, probably maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe five years ago. Yeah. I've been doing the, the whole cover thing, playing other people's songs in bars and pubs for the last maybe 10 years. Wow, brave. And, um so yeah. many people do it. We need them. Like yeah, we need yeah. Bands. yeah. Yeah. The money's great. Um, That's why we do it. It sort of let me quit my day job. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'd play, you know, two or three nights a week and earn the same money as yeah. working. Yeah. Yeah, full time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then You're I'd like, sort what of... What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'd sort of get a bit down about it and um, friends would say, oh, you can always go back plastering if you want. Like a fair point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll stick with this. Yeah. But um, it can get a bit soul-destroying playing playing horses six or seven times yeah. a weekend. But I've been riding yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like... I would love something. to play horses now though. Like it's been, you, it's been it's eight been eight months since a gig. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, so we were talking about it the other day because um, someone was like, oh, would you like to open for Daryl Braithwaite? And I'm like... Yes. I mean, it didn't happen because apparently I was too country and he's yeah. trying to be really pop. Oh, so this was going to happen? Uh, well, no, clearly not because I'm too country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, I mean, they, they offered, like they, they put me forward to the manager oh, or someone wow. to like, they were looking. For, anyway, and um, and then we were talking about it and they're like, you should play horses. Like <laughs> yes. opening for now. <laughs> and I'm like, that's actually really funny. I think if I had someone opening for me and they played one of my songs. Like, pretty that cool. Would, that would actually be, I'd just be like respect. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know. But yeah, the covers. I like. I, I um. I have one song that I cover. Yeah, it's Wonderwall Oasis. Everyone knows it. It was my high school song. It's probably the only song that's not mine that I know off by heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love it. Like I yeah. love singing the song, and so I don't mind. But I know a lot of people are sick of it. So. I I still love it, but definitely. Around Christmas time when there's heaps of gigs, like you play, you can play like two mm. or three gigs a day sometimes mm. and that's two or three Wonderwalls a day. Mm. It can get old really quick, but it's a great song and yeah. great band. What a hit machine, Oasis. Yeah. I know. Wow. I sing it differently though to yeah. them. I, I, and I do that with cover songs. Yeah. I, I don't do cover gigs. Yeah, yeah. But I've been doing busking during COVID lockdown. Yeah, awesome. It's the only way to earn some money. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'll sing like in a mix of cover songs and my own stuff. Yeah. Because why not? Um, I will sing a bunch of different covers yeah. and I will do them multiple times. Yeah. I'm there for four hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I just do them my own way and like I love it. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I like to yeah, play. Um, I like to play originals. 
mm. chuck originals in and just say, oh, this is a, this is a Paul Kelly song. Oh, People yes. like, yeah, we love this one. Oh, really? <laughs> that's, a fun, that's a fun thing to do I've as never well. tried that before. Yeah, Maybe do it. should do that. People dig it a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the best thing, singing an original song and people not realising that you wrote it. Yeah. Or like singing a mixture like with the busking yeah. doing covers and originals yeah, all yeah. mixed in together. Um, when you say that you wrote that, they're like, wait, what? Wow. You know, like they can't tell the difference. Yeah, like, yeah. That's a good sign. Definitely. <laughs> You're on the right path. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you said, what happened five years ago that made you go, all right. I've got no idea. Music. I've been thinking about it. How old were you five years ago? 31, 30, yeah, 31. Mm. And just. Maybe that's a magic age. Could be. So, 31 was when I finally had the balls to sing publicly yeah. and go to my first open mic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did the open mic thing for a bit. Mm-hmm. Scary. Even now, I think I did one maybe at the start of the year. Mm. Just nerve-wracking. People, I don't know, it's different to a normal gig. It is. And I think everyone should go through like an upcoming, um, you know, musician yeah. should go through as an apprenticeship do um as many open mics as you can because mm. they're so good it's a rite of passage yeah busking, yeah busking an open mic i haven't busked you've never busked no that scares the holding you back man. scares you the do it. hell out of me <laughs> really yeah so i've been sh- i've been busking in shopping centers yeah so there's security guards yeah cool kind of makes me feel a bit safer yeah yeah um and then i did i've done peel street yeah yeah me. have you not done peel street no that's see i feel like that's really a rite scary. of passage why? Don't everyone's busking. Everyone's doing it. I'm like. gonna when we when I get back to Melbourne, I'm gonna do hit up the local Coles. They do um okay. they do busking out the front of there. Mm. I'm gonna do it. I do need to. It. If you do it while I'm down, I'll come down. Yeah, right, I'll wait. And I'll just come sit down. there with like dollars yeah. and just be like, pew, 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 pew. Yeah. have a dollar. <laughs> play horses again. <laughs> you play horses again. I'll give you another dollar. And wonder what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people will come up sometimes and they'll chuck. Like especially old guys. Oh, so they're good. chucking a couple of dollars and they're like, can you play another song or can you play a Dolly Part? So I, I'll try and have at least one song yeah, or one or two songs of like Elvis or Dolly Parton yeah. or like um, the, the Beatles. Yeah. Just so that I can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if it's the most generic song that they have and it usually has to be because they I'm still love average. It. But yeah, they just, it connects them to a good time in their yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. That's what's important about music. It's the best bit of music. (laughs) (laughs) So five years ago, you were like, right, I'm going to start releasing music. Yeah. So I think I had one song. Mm -hmm. I booked in to record an EP Mm -hmm. in I think I gave myself a few months. So you hadn't written the songs yet. You were like, I'm just going to do it. I've got to do this. It was was around New Year's. Um, I think I heard some of the songs that were – in the Triple J Hottest 100, I think I'd already written my song. And I thought, my song mm. could be on here. Okay. <laughs> You're like, I, I'm good enough for this. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. And um, it's not def- That's definitely wasn't. It was just something, I, I, a thought that I had. Yeah. And um, I've since deleted the EP. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think. Rebrand. Yeah. yeah. Just get that stuff out of your system, and I've heard. Have you heard of the ten thousand hour rule? Yep. Yeah, I don't know how true it is or anything, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, 
I'm doing all right with this podcast. The I hours like. are going up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of it. I think someone, I heard someone describe it as turning a tap on for the first time and like muddy, dirty water will come out for a bit. <laughs> then some clean water will come out. Right. And then a bit more muddy, but you've got to flush all of that muddy water out and then um, yeah. some good songs. And I think, I hope it's working, yeah. And getting some good like, every now and then you'll write something down and you'll be like, oh, that's that should go in a song. And mm. then put it in the phone notes and yeah, yeah really yeah. cool. And the whole co-writing thing is, I think I, that's my thing. Yeah. Co-writing with other people. I love it. And, mm. um, during COVID, I wrote one song with, um, do you know Billy Joe Porter? Yeah. Yeah. Legend. <laughs> so we've, um, we've written a few songs together and. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. So a few weeks ago, we, we had our first write back since, um, all the stuff happened and, mm. um, yeah, amazing catching up with friends and, um, you know, for coffee and trying to write, if nothing mm. happens, it doesn't matter, but yeah. Yeah. Even just trying is exercise. Like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Stretching the muscle. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So you released some songs. Now you've got some new albums out. Yeah. Tell me about what it is that you – you said you write sad songs. What is it that you want your sad songs or your, your music to do in the world for people that are listening to it? Yeah. Um, connect. Like I love when people come up after a show and say, oh, that story, that made me think of this time of my life when this happened. It might, it might be that far away from – what I sung, what my story mm. was, but the fact that they could connect it to it and, um, you know, it affect them. Mm. Amazing. I think, I don't know. I think that's my biggest reason for connection. Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose doing it for me as well, getting, um, getting my stuff out <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's therapy. It's like yeah, the yeah. purest, most healthy form of expression, mm. I reckon. Any art form. Yeah, yeah. Is to it's to share what feels dirty, I guess, emotional stuff. Sometimes it just feels yucky. Yeah. Especially if it's dark or sad. Yeah, yeah. To be able to put it into art, it's kinda like just putting it on a shelf and allowing someone else, if they're drawn to it, to pick it up. Yeah. And not shoving it in their no, faces not, or bashing yeah. them across the head with it. And but yeah, it's um it's a beautiful way to inspire and get your stuff out. Yeah. So what were you trying to get out in your music? What, what do you think you were dealing with or um, expressing? There's a lot of st- songs on the la- last album, Another Death in the Family it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, just about I've got – I don't have a great relationship with my immediate family. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a few songs on that uh, that sort of – what's the word? Uh, sort of brush against that subject, yeah. So that was that was good for me to get out there. Yeah, it's um, not an uncommon thing. I mean, yeah. people we say that family, immediate family, is really important. Yeah. Um, but so often we have, like, I, I have issues in my immediate family. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. It's just not nice. Yeah, yeah. But it's a part of reality. Yeah. Especially when it comes to family holidays like Christmas and stuff. Like, Crazy. Kind of, I haven't. I don't think I've seen them for maybe four years. Wow. We just don't speak 
I well something about the same time that I started writing songs, I just thought I've got to get all the, clear like all these toxic people out of my um mm. out of my life, and like some of them were friends and. Some of them were like um, <laughs> my brother and mother, and um, and it's it's been great. Early February, so much to eat. The water lapping at our feet. The river spoke to me, and I remember climbing trees so high. Rope swings, water slides. Water ran so deep And I remember chasing butterflies Letting time pass us by The river spoke to me Dark water took his breath away His son away Took the perfect summer's day away His life away The current took his feet When you co-write with people, because you say you do that a fair bit now Yeah what, What's your thing with co-writing? Do you um, prepare? Do you bring... I've got I've got a list of stuff on my phone, a list of um, subjects or or lines that. Um, just looking now, like stuff that people have said that has jumped out, or something that I've said. I think oh, that's it's just sort of I don't know strikes you as something mm. worth putting in a song mm. or an idea for a song. Um, yeah. I know, I'll get my phone out and I'll be, <laughs> is, he, is he sending a text? I'm pouring my heart out <laughs> Yeah um, Yeah 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 um, So like I suppose starting out uh-huh, See if we've got, who's got an idea Or to my guitar ideas and just go from there yeah I wrote a song I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not sure who's going to play it but I wrote a song with Billy Joe the other day and the line that I had in my phone was but people don't think like that and I think I was talking to a friend about about something so that people don't think like us and and then stopped talking the and wrote that down. I thought that's, that's away. And then we got... Um, away. Should I play a bit of it? Yeah, go on. All right. The current took his feet. Water ran so deep. They took swings away. They said we couldn't swim. Satisfies my 
trust Friends are all around But people don't think like us I love that so we got we got a bit of the chorus written, yeah. Um, and we're like, "All right, what's this about? Um, is it about an old couple?" And then um, I said, "Could it be about a young couple that act really old? My cousin and his partner mm. act like you know, like they're eighty. How old are they? Oh, like twenty two or something." <laughs> What, how do they act like they're uh, they like, just what do does an 80-year-old they, act like? like they do really romantic um i don't know it's just uh, are they just retro they're walking around in grandma and grandpa's yeah, clothes yeah they <laughs> they dress like that as well but they just do um they do That's a heap funny. of things that we do when we get older they don't act like 20 you know, early twenty-year-olds. They have phones in their hands twenty-four-seven. No, no. Oh, that sounds no like phones. Um, excuse me, I could, yeah. I can't think of any examples. No, but, that's okay. <laughs> but we said, oh well, how about these people? And then Billy Joe said, oh well, I've got friends that do this. Yeah. And then we start, then we, then we sort of know what the song is going to be about. Yeah. Like, all right, this is cool. Um, so um, most people don't think like us. And mm. then, and then. There's always a point where the the song just opens up and says, "All right, this is what I'm about," and then mm. you're like, "All right, cool." Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's a war, and there's a stressful stage at the start where you're like, "I've got no idea what this, what's happening in this song." Yeah. What's what's going on? Yeah. Um, it evolves. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think, um, like, because when you said that line to me, I come from. I've I've never felt like anyone thinks like I do. Yeah. I feel so crazy. Yeah. And I feel sometimes nervous about speaking up what's in my mind. Yeah. Unless I'm around other songwriters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or creative people. Yeah. Because sometimes the stuff that comes out, it just makes people uncomfortable to the point that they'll make fun of it. Yeah. And they don't they don't think like me. And yeah, <laughs> that, I, that was the way that I went with that when you So said we that were line. doing a co-write and yeah. I said that line. It would have got a completely different exactly, song. It's crazy. Yeah. Just like if you had a baby with Billy Joe Porter and yeah. you had a baby with me, they would look completely it's different. It's magic. Even though they're both your children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, there is something magical. I don't know where it comes from, but... I love That's it. That's cool. I love co- like I do love co-writing. But yeah. I think I got to a point at one stage where I was only co-writing. I think yeah. because I was losing the confidence that I could write on my own. Yeah. And so um, I have gone back to trying to write sometimes. Yeah. But sometimes I get some song ideas and it's like, it's just nothing. I've got a chorus and a verse and that's it. Yeah, and yeah. And it, it needs, it's that's like perfect. waiting for someone yeah. else. Yeah, It's Definitely. like I know, and I get this block and I'm like, I know I need someone else. How's that? I don't know if you've spoken about it much, but how's the feeling? I'm sure everyone goes through it. Mm. Um, when you've finished, like you've finished writing a bunch of songs for something and mm. then you get this thought in your head, um, I don't think I'll ever write another song. I don't think I can write another song. I think it's, I don't think I've got it in me. You've had that thought? Yeah. Oh, wow. All the time. No, I've never had that If, if I finish a song, I'll be like. Have <laughs> <laughs> we all had that thought? I don't know. I've, I've. I'm always writing and I don't yeah. think I'll ever stop. Yeah, like, cool. But I, I wrote for up until 31 behind closed doors in my bedroom. Yeah, yeah. So whether I stop sharing them with people, yeah. that's different. Yeah. Like I've definitely had that thought of like why do I bother? Like <laughs> is this actually helping anyone or do yeah. I just look like an idiot? Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should I just go back to doing it in my room and like? Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds bad, but anyway. no, I know what you mean exactly. Yeah, I think um, we all have those thoughts. Yeah, but I know I'll continue writing. Yeah, it's so therapeutic. Like, I just get this scared feeling. Like maybe I 
maybe I won't be able to write it, write another song. Mm. I don't know if I've got writer's an, block kind of. I don't know if I've got another one in me. Yeah, mm. and then someone will say something, and or you'll get an idea, and still got it. But life happens. Yeah, and like as life happens, then you have more things to express. Yeah, definitely. And, um, that's like music is my connection to God. Whatever yep. that looks like, my, or the universe, like it's yeah, a, yeah, it's a very spiritual process for me, and it and yeah. it can, can, I think it connects myself to me as well, yeah. And so it's like that magic of songwriting that I need, yeah. And that's why I didn't share it with people for so long because I was worried that if I shared it with someone, they might take it away, and if that happened, I would have died. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was just that precious, yeah. Um, and it was only I think when I kind of got that thirty-one, and I had encouragement in the DAG, yeah. Um, was when I realised I got to a point where I had the confidence to know that no one can take my music from me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's mine and <laughs> you could literally take everything I own but you can't take my song. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's that confidence was like, right, well, if my music helped me through some really seriously dark stuff, yeah. then now that I'm doing better, maybe those songs that got me through could also help someone else. Definitely. Um, and that's why... I share. And yeah. Every now and then you get a message, you know. Do you get many people? Oh, like, yeah, after the show. Every, every now and then and like it's, oh, it makes it all worth it. Mm. I've heard you say like a few times music saved your life. And yeah. It's in, it's, it's in the intro it's, of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I've heard it. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, it's, I think it, it's, I'm, I'm the same and I think most songwriters are probably have that same feeling whether it's, mm. um, yeah. I don't know. I think I well, think we all think feel like that. I think yeah, I think we all have our own connection to music, but the fact that we all have that connection then connects us to each other. Yeah. And that's what life's about. Like yeah. life on earth by yourself would be hell. I actually think that's like that's my idea of what hell is, is just complete darkness and yeah. isolation. It's just nothingness. Yeah. Um Anyway, so <laughs> heaven and hell, let's talk about that. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> let's not go there. Oh, my dad's a pastor. We could talk for hours. Doing yeah. That. Um, tell me what your favorite song is that you've released. One that I'm most proud of, a song called Nothing to Lose. Mm. Yeah. 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 I think I listen to that and, and I feel like, man, he didn't write this song. I don't need nothing now. I've got time to enjoy this Right now I got shelter I got water and light I got cigarettes And a bed for the night Don't miss cars, don't miss phones Or my 50 square home Or keeping up with the Joneses <laughs> like Imposter syndrome. I, I don't think. I don't know if I could write another song. Um, I don't know. Mm. It's there's something about it. I don't even think it rhymes, and I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know why. I, yeah, I don't know why I like it, but mm. something about that song. I, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's fine. Um, so going back to best advice. Let's talk about if someone was a new songwriter and they were mm-hmm. coming to you, experienced as you are, mm. what sort of advice would you give them if they wanted to be a songwriter? Um, oh, 
just keep writing, mm. I suppose. Just mm. write as much as you can and buy a Pat Madison book. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I suppose, I suppose the open mic thing mm. for um, like stage, stage stuff and ask questions. Mm. Don't let people take advantage of you because mm. that, that'll happen heaps in the music industry. <laughs> nothing. Uh, I like what you just said about um, don't let people take advantage of you because yeah. that doesn't happen in, in, in life but it does yeah. happen in our industry as well. I think um, one thing that I had to learn with that was not to feel guilty or ashamed if someone does take advantage of you. Yeah. Um, just don't let it happen once you realise yeah. what's happening. Learn from it. Yeah. yeah, learn from it. And and yeah. everything I have ever done, I have some really, really expensive lessons that I've learned yeah, <laughs> yeah. from people taking advantage. <sighs> but I think I wallowed for a while as well, eating myself up and being judgmental on myself for like letting them. Yeah. They're like you just, you have to, for me, I realised I have to just go in and trust people. Yeah. And trust them until they give me a reason not to. Yeah. Um, rather than not trusting anyone because you, I live my whole life not far. trusting yeah. anyone. And that just keeps everyone out, the good and the bad. Yeah. So now I just let everyone in and as they turn bad, <laughs> so, <laughs> throw yeah. them out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and do it in a nice way but it, it's a better way to feel yeah. and, and not eat yourself up. Yeah. If if you get caught by one, it's fool me once, shame on you, you know? Yeah. It's only if it gets to fool me twice, then maybe shame on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shame on me. <laughs> but um yeah, we learn, we learn. So that's a good one. The advice, the songwriting advice. Yes, you've got it. Okay, got great. it. <laughs> um the the writer's hat and the editor's hat. So don't like writing a song then going back to it and fixing it up. Don't try and get that perfect song. Sometimes it comes out pretty awesome though. Mm. But I mean, always go back and look at it with that editor's hat and don't get too attached to stuff as well. Mm. Like I know it's hard with some some lines that you've written that you don't want to change and just um, keep an open mind and I suppose that's it, yeah. I think not being – if you're especially if you're doing a co-write, not being precious oh, with you, your words. No, you can't be because um, it won't. Yeah, and you, if, if it's something you really like but no one else wants to put it in keep the song, it for keep something it for else. something else. Yeah. yeah, it's just not meant for now. There'll always be another song. Yeah, that's right. There will always be another song. Yeah, <laughs> even though you, sometimes you think, oh, no, that's it. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to write another song. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. Just, like, yeah, we all have those weird thoughts in our heads sometimes yeah. and we sometimes have to tell our head to shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, um, this is my favourite question to ask everyone. Mm-hmm. It's the last question I usually ask. If you could co-write with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would oh. it be and why? Oh, man. I think you're going to say Kurt Cobain straight away. <laughs> I do love Nirvana. I'm yeah. not sure about um, – I'm not sure if our songwriting things would – our styles would meld together. Meld. Yeah. Oh, John Prine that just passed away. Today, that's going to date. Oh, podcast, no, John Prine. It, I no. think Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Pride. Pride was today. Today, yeah. yes, I um, saw that earlier. Crazy, mm. sorry, well, no, John team. Prine was um, maybe oh, it was earlier in the year, but COVID as well. Mm. Um, oh, just I think 73, I think. Mm. Why would you write with him? I'd love to learn some stuff, and mm. yeah. Just, um, just soak in the wisdom. Yeah, experience. yeah. 
pretty much, yeah. I don't know. I just, um, what are some other answers that you've had? What are some good answers? Do you know, um, there's been quite a few. Kurt Cobain has come up a fair bit. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. John, John Lennon um, and Leonard Cohen and. Yeah. Like, yeah, some of the greats. Yeah. Um, Paul Kelly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we've had some amazing people. Yeah. I'd write with Amy Winehouse. Oh. I don't even write her sort of style. Yeah. Like, there's something about the pain oh. and the way she writes that I yeah. love and adore. And yeah. yeah. I could listen to her music all day, every yeah. day. Very when good. I'm on a long road trip, she's one of the people that yeah. I listen to. Her and Michael Jackson, I usually yeah. always listen to their stuff for like yeah. a little bit just to get in that mode. I don't even know what it is. It's just like, yeah. yeah. Transports. Crazy. Mm. Yeah, Amy Winehouse. I think there's a – is there a movie out or coming out about her? Um, I don't know if there's a movie. I know that there's um, – there is like a documentary TV series about her life. Yeah. Um, I think it's on Netflix. I've seen that. Such um, a sad story. Yeah. And it's like there's a lot of people in pain out there and like for me music was – like my drug, you know. Yeah. If I hadn't had music, I probably would have found something else that wasn't as healthy to escape into. Yeah, yeah. Um, music and personal training or exercise. Yeah. I was a gym junkie before kids. <laughs> I'm not at the moment, but, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I was. Yeah. I was a control freak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we all need something that is our outlet, like you talked about earlier. Yeah. And yet um, sometimes we can find healthy ways and sometimes we find not so healthy ways. Yeah. And don't eat yourself up if you know, everyone needs to escape at some point. Yeah. I wake up screaming. That dream you were leaving. I'm starting to think it's my own fault. I'll try lay here quiet. Released a Christmas Carol a few days ago. Oh, so I didn't fun. see that one! Yay! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll chuck that in. What's what's it called? Uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I've got a playlist for Christmas. Cause awesome. I'll, I'll put it on there. I'd love to. I'll I'll write one for next year. I think. Yeah. A Christmas Carol, but. Um, yeah, it was real. That was really cool, and um, I suppose just writing for a, a new album. Yeah. Sort of planning to record. Um. July, August. And that's with KB. Yeah. Kevin Bennett. Gonna yeah. Come and help you out with that one. Yeah. That'd be really cool. And then you release that later next year. Or? Yeah, I'm not sure when it feels right. I suppose of I might release a few singles off the album, off the last one. Mm-hmm. Maybe, um, yeah, Feb, mm. March, maybe when everything radio goes back and yeah, yeah. Are you doing the radio stuff or is that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, we've got our last show next week, mm-hmm. a bit of a Christmas show, and um, yeah, a few phone interviews with people. And yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're still no live music back in the studio, but yeah. yeah. But when you're in Melbourne, you'll have to come.
come in and I'd love to. Yeah, it'd be um, awesome. ABC Gold Coast. Yeah. I was they'd been doing like online interviews still, like just on the phone. Yeah. Um, and I was their first live interviewee. Yeah, wow. A couple of months ago, like three weeks before or two weeks before my single release yep. in November. And um, yeah, they were the same as like probably what I was with the live music after me. Yeah. But they were like, oh, it was so nice to have live music back. And it's like. Crazy. Yeah. It's been so long in Melbourne. I just, I love it. And I, I kind of want to create that live music vibe where like, you know, the Nashville somewhere around mm-hmm. thing. I want to have like somewhere to tryst rounds and we just do live music and we get to share stories and talk. It'd be pretty and, cool. Yeah. People, I think people would love it too. It's a, I'm just all about connection. Yeah. And like I love escapism sometimes as well and just go yeah. out and get pissed and dance to stupid music. <laughs> like I love that too. Yeah. But I, I think I, there's something so powerful about storytelling and yeah. people and it's amazing. Yeah. Love to do that. Awesome. Do you have anything else you'd like to share? Um, thanks so much. <laughs> thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, it's yeah. been great. It's worked. It's really weird how it's worked out. I know. Yeah. Like, when you see you coming up, like, oh, because I, I way prefer it being live. Yeah. It's just get to know you and um, you get to check out my bedroom. And, like, yeah. <laughs> you become like best friends, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's, it's very intimate. But like, it's just, I don't know. It's just so much better. Yeah, it's cool. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, heaps. Cool. for joining our songwriter Trist today. To join the family and keep up to date with future podcasts, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter. Please leave a review and subscribe. To support the podcast or contact me or our guests, please go to the website songwritertrists.com. Lost in the crowd, no one can hear me.